And I got control. We started last week talking about signs of the times. We're going through the Gospel of Mark. We're in Mark chapter 13. I'm going to be spending probably the next uh, few weeks talking about signs of the times. This is going to be signs of the times part two. Stand with me for the reading of the word. Mark chapter 13 verses 1 through 8. So the word of our Lord, then as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. And Jesus answered and said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign when all these things will be fulfilled? And Jesus answered them, began to say, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will deceive many. But when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled, for such things must happen. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places, and there will be famines and troubles. These are the beginning of sorrows. Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord God, open up our hearts and minds, Lord God. I truly believe we're living in the last hour, we're living in the last day, Lord God, and Lord Jesus, you're coming back soon for your bride. You you called us, Lord God, to be ready, you called us to watch, and Lord God, I pray that you would instill each and every one of us a heart, Lord God, of, of that spiritual awareness of the time we're in and how close we are, that none would be left behind, Lord God. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, if, you, uh, if you're alive and well on planet Earth, uh, you look at what Jesus is saying here, and uh, it's, it's got to hit you that we're seeing many of these things in this you know, current day, in this current hour. In fact, just, just this week, okay, just... <laughs> It was like, I'm, watch, I'm watching Matthew and Mark chapter 13, Matthew chapter 24, and Luke chapter 21 on the news uh, each day. But okay, you all obviously are familiar with what happened with Hurricane Ian. How many of you, you know, have heard that there are uh, massive floods happening in Pakistan in the past week? You know about what's going on, obviously, in the Ukraine with the Ukrainian war with the Russians. You hear about wars and rumors of wars with what's going on right now with China and Taiwan. How many of you have heard about the famine right now in Somalia where 27 million people are starving to death and dying daily? I don't know how many of you have seen that. That's not something they're putting on the news. Uh, Riots, social unrest. This week, Russia, Iran, Holland having riots. Some of the the top-selling books on Amazon, and these are not written by Christians. These are non-Christian authors. How to Survive the End of the World. Uh, Lester Brown, World on the Edge. Uh, Where Will World War III Start? Um, James Wesley Rawls, How to Survive the End of the World as We Know It. Just some books that, you know, just the the common stuff, and the common stuff that's being, uh, you know, put out on the History Channel that you see in, you know, different medias, movies, TV shows, just this uh, awareness that something very strange is going on in our world in this current hour. I want, you to, I want you to notice the passage I just read to you. When you come down to verse 8, Jesus said, these are the beginning of sorrows. That's very important because it's really a poor translation. 
The word for sorrows is odun, and it talks about birth pains, child birth pains. So what Jesus is, is comparing here, he's comparing the uh, pains, okay, the birth pains at the end times with a woman, okay, who's experiencing birth pains as she goes into labor. So there, there, are, there are two key things, and ladies, you could teach this far better than I, okay, with, with birth pains, essentially, there is a greater increase of frequency, right? So they, they start off, you know, and I'm, I've done this three times with my, you know, my wife and uh, now with my, my daughter and daughters. You know, they start off with, you know, they're, they're an hour apart. And then they're 30 minutes apart. And then they're 15 minutes apart. Five minutes apart. One minute apart. And the ladies are smiling. God bless you. I praise the Lord every day that God didn't make me a woman. I really do. You're much stronger than us with what you have to endure with all, with all things. And then there are a few f- seconds apart. So you understand that birth pains, so they're, you know, they're, they were infrequent and they're increasing more and more in frequency. Then birth pains also increase in intensity. Right, at, at, at first they're kind of minor. I remember my wife with uh, giving birth to Rachel. Like the first, the first couple of birth pains were not too bad, right? They were minor. But this is going to be, this is going to be easy, right? This my wife's teaching upstairs. I'm, you know, she's not here. But <laughs> then mild, then intense, then they become strong, and then you got you got these these mega pains. And we went through this program with uh, with Rachel called um, Lamaz, Lamaz. They, they teach you, and they teach the man to coach the wife, right? On, on how, and they teach you to count, right? So you, it's like you go one, two, three, four, and I'm going to her, one, two, three, four, and then one, two, and she goes, stop it! <laughs> so much for the $500 for Lamaze. We didn't use it for the next two kids. So they just increase and increase. Now... I do want to show you something here. This is, this is important. There is a direct correlation, okay? And I don't have Mark up here. I have Matthew and Luke. The, they're both, again, the Olivet Discourse. Jesus' is last week, he taught it on Wednesday. He was crucified on Friday. But you'll notice here there's a direct correlation between the Olivet Discourse and Matthew, and, and again, Mark and Luke, and the book of the Revelation, chapter 6, I'm going to show you that today. So when, when you, you have false Christs, again, Revelation 6, 1 and 2, you have the ultimate false Christ, wars. You have, uh, let me tell you, the mega, the mega wars. Famines, death, martyrs, global chaos. We're going, to, we're going to look at this a little bit today. We're going to look at it a little bit more next week. So it's just important to realize that. So let's, let's dig in and let's look. Signs of the times, the first sign Jesus mentions is deception. And uh, really two, two sides to this. He says, and Jesus answered them, began to say, take heed that no one deceives you. And then he says, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will deceive many. So he, he talks here about deception. We immediately think, of course, about religious deception. And there, there is, we're living in a time of massive religious deception. It's, it's in the church, it's in the churches. And then you can look at mass media, <laughs> Mass media deception, 
And let me tell you, it's just, I mean, what is, you know, what is just told us every day. I mean, I tell you something, I don't believe, I don't believe the media. It's just, it, it's crazy. Then you have, you have political deception. I mean, how many, how many of you, you know, you look at, at what, what's being projected from the White House, right? You know what? There is no inflation. That's what he said a few weeks ago. He said we have zero inflation. You know what, just the communists, if you studied communism, they continue to tell lies over and over and over again. And a large portion of the populace will buy into it and believe it. And um, that, is something, that is something that you see right now in, you know, in, in, in government. And not only our government, but governments throughout the world. The reason we have inflation, according to our government and the White House, is because of Putin's war. But if you know about inflation, inflation was skyrocketing when they closed down the pipelines. And they basically uh, you know, outlawed the offshore drilling and uh, the drilling for natural gas. Again, it's just, it's, it, 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 they're, they're just lies. There's no problem at the border. Yet human trafficking <laughs> and the cartels are, are just, it, it's crazy what they're doing with children and with women and with young boys. And again, you have this, this you know, inflow of drugs and, uh, I mean, j- j- with fentanyl. Which is, is killing, which is killing thousands of people every week. But again, it's all, it's all just, you know, it's all denial. It's all denial. But that, you know, that's what you, you have. You have political deception. Then you have, you have science deception. I want to I show you this. Jeff Hancock, the professor, a professor of communication at Stanford, uh, searched the archives of PubMed... PubMed is where they, they basically put out all of these uh, supposedly new scientific, you know, discoveries. And um, he basically went to the database of those science journals from 1973 to 2013 for retracted papers. These were papers where they found error or deception. And they identified 253 primarily from biomedical journals uh, essentially, that had to be retracted and basically changed because of fraud. 253 of what the scientific community tells us. You know, Chuck Missler, one of my, one of my teachers, Chuck Missler say, government agencies all lie. And this is a man who worked in government. But he says, NASA, who we, you know, we look to as the great scientific agency, he says, NASA lies all the time. But you look, you look, right, science says, science, there are only two genders. That's what science says. But again, now what do you have? 493 genders? You've got a new one every week. It doesn't, when it doesn't fit their narrative, okay, they reject science. Right? COVID, follow the science. <laughs> Again, when it, when it didn't meet their narrative, right, they, 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 they threw it out. Science says life begins at conception. Again, when it doesn't fit the narrative, right, 
throw it out. So you have you have you have deception in in the in the sci, you know in the scientific realm. Then again, false Christ. And uh, you know Jim Jones, Young Sung Moon, Mitchell. These are all that. By the way, they're dead, but they all claim to be Jesus, and had followers. I mean, Young Sung Moon of the millions. And it's interesting. You you can find you can find somebody claiming to be Jesus, just, you know, just about in any city in in, in, in any in, in any um, nation. Here is the Russian Jesus. This is Sergio Torop. He was a traffic cop. He's got a following of about 30,000 people. This, now, he, this guy passed away. This guy died, Dr. Jose Luis de Jesus Miranda. He was the Puerto Rican Jesus. Nelly, Puerto Rican Jesus. He had a following of 20,000. His, his wife has taken over the ministry. They still have a following of 20,000. But again, Jesus of all different colors, of all different places. This, this is the Brazilian Jesus, uh, Jesus on a scooter. guys have, have, have followings of thousands of people. Uh, the Australian Jesus, Alan John Miller, right? I'm Jesus, he says, deal with it. So just false Christ and deception. Now, when you go to the book of the Revelation, chapter 6, okay, and let me, let me, just, uh, let me just have you focus in here for a second. Revelation 6, 1 and 2, right? You have the four horsemen of the apocalypse. These are the, the, the seal judgments, the first of the four seal judgments. But the first one, it says, Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say with a, loud, with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. Right? He comes on a white horse. He comes in peace. And he who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. I mean, that, that is, again, that is the ultimate deception, the deception of the Antichrist, because he comes in peace, he comes to bring peace, peace, and there is no peace, and he deceives the unbelievers into believing that he's the Savior, that he's the Savior of the world. And the world is waiting, the world is waiting for this. You look at the religions of the world, right? Uh, by the way, you know, deceived Christianity is waiting for some type of Jesus. And again, I believe that, that, that deceived Christianity will be deceived. The unbelievers in the churches, they'll look and they'll say, it's the Antichrist. But they won't recognize him as the Antichrist. Islam is waiting for their Messiah. The Jews are waiting for their Messiah. So the world, the world has been really set up for this. Even the atheists, the agnostics, the, you know, the, the, the world order people, they're waiting for their king and their messiah to come. So the Antichrist comes and he comes in peace, but then he brings destruction. All right, number two, wars and rumors of wars. So in, again here, verse 7. But when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled, for such things must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. So again, when we step back here, well, there have always been wars. Right? If you study human history, human history has been a, a history of, of, of war and, and, and killing and, and, and murder. But if you look at, at where we are today, in the previous 100 years, let's go 100 years right today, there have been more people, over, over 100 million people killed in war 
I'll tell you, that's more than the people who have been killed in wars for the last 1,000 years. At the, at, the current, at the current moment, there are 59 conflicts, okay, that are going on in the world. And you know what's interesting? A word that Jesus uses here, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, the word is ethnikos, and, and it's, it's people of the same ethnic, ethnicity, 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 and I'm a public speaker by trade, ethnicity, and the, the, the people, that, and what do you, what, you know, where do you see that happening? Again, revolutions. So you, you see that. That's what's happening in the Ukraine. You know what? These, the Ukrainians and the Russians are brothers. And they're killing each other. You, you can see what's going on again. Wars and rumors of wars. With what's happening in China and Taiwan. Uh, Yemen. Again, the, 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 the civil war that's going on in Yemen. How about, how about just south of the border? With what's going on in Mexico. There have, there have been over 150,000, 164,345 people that have been killed in Mexico with the drug war, with the cartels that is going on. That, that's more, and you know, see, that's more than Afghanistan, that's more than Iraq, that's more than Korea and Vietnam put together. Hey, let's go on vacation to Mexico. I talked to a, 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 a pastor, we had a friend who was a pastor, went down to Cancun, they kidnapped him and held him for a ransom. First they wanted five grand, then they wanted five grand, and then they wanted five grand. And the family kept coming up with the money to keep paying. Finally they let him go. But he was down there for, for quite a while. I mean, and it's like America is becoming kind of like that now. Revelation chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, again, the intensity, the frequency. When you come to the tribulation period... It says here, and when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, saying, come and see another horse, fiery red one, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another, and there was given to him a great sword. So that is, that is I mean, that's the war to end all wars of what you see, in, again, in, in the book of the Revelation with you know, the, second, you know, the second horseman. It's the war to end all wars. So there are wars going on, and there have been wars going on, and this has been the bloodiest, the bloodiest century in the history of mankind, but it gets worse, the intensity and the frequency. The next sign of the time, earthquakes, seismos, seismos. So if you look here down at verse 8, earthquakes in various places. Now, it's important. The word seismos, it, it, it doesn't just refer to earthquakes. When we get the seismos of seismology, but it, it, the word is used. In fact, when Jesus calmed the storm, when they're crossing the Sea of Galilee, it says that it was a seismos. So, seismos refers to, it can refer to earthquakes, and can refer to tornadoes, to hurricanes, to cyclones, to earthquakes, to volcanic eruptions, to wildfires, to floods. We call them natural disasters. Okay, more than just, just simply an earthquake. But I want to show you, I want to show you something here. I've studied this, been doing this, geez, for years, since the 1980s. And... Um, just, you're going to notice, I'm going to show you a bunch of graphs. I'm going to go into great detail with them today, but notice how the graphs go from the lower left to the upper right. Okay, through the, through the years. These are, th these are volcanic eruptions. 
uh, tropical, subtropical storms, 1878 to 2020. You see again that, that graph, it goes from the lower left to the upper right. Uh, wildfires from 1970 up to, uh, through 2018. Again, lower left, upper right. This is an uh, increase uh, share of, of, of climate-driven events. Again, lower left, upper right. Increased earthquakes. Uh, look at this. This is from the 10th century to 19th century. Lower left to the upper right. And global natural disasters, again, lower left to the upper right. So just, just in September, okay, not last week, but the entire month of September, you had two major hurricanes, Fiona and Ian. We've got about Fiona real quick, and Ian came on the scene. There has been flooding in Nigeria, South Africa, Pakistan, Honduras, typhoons in Philippines and, and Laos, uh, flooding in Russia, wildfires in Russia, volcanic eruption in Ecuador, and um, in Ecuador, actually there was a second one too, and I, I basically totaled them up, I was getting this from the, one of these weather reports. There were 33 natural disasters that happened on the planet in September of 2022. That's a, that's a lot of things, right? A lot of natural disasters. So you want, one of the questions you have to ask, that you know, I ask myself, global warming or God's warning? And if it's being caused by global war, uh, warming, uh, warming, all I can say is... Uh, God warned us beforehand, <laughs> and I believe he's warning us now. All right, fourth sign, famines. So down in uh, verse 8, again, famines and troubles. I, I mentioned to you at the beginning of the message, the drought in Somalia, you have 27 million people who are starving. All right, there's some good Christian ministries. You can be sending some things and get food to those people but they're, they're starving. The Ukraine war, let me just share this with you, because the Ukraine war is going right now to create some major starvation and famines in the world. The Ukraine uh, basically produced 24% of the global wheat exports to the entire world, and they've not been able to get the crop in the ground. They're not going to be able to get the crop out of the ground. 57% of sunflower seed, okay, and that's essentially the sunflower seed oil that's used in most of your, you know, foods that, you know, you buy in the store. And 14% of corn. So the, the, the areas where most of this grain, this corn, the oils we're going to is northern Africa and the Middle East. So you're going to see in these upcoming, upcoming months, you're going to see a great increase in starvation and famine in those places. And then, just well, I'll, I'll read you this. This is... Um, just kind of showing what's going on in the world. 800 million hungry, 2 billion micronutrient deficient, that's vitamins and minerals, 1.9 billion overweight and obese, and 160 million under, uh, under five, you know, stunted. But while part of this, this world is getting fat, the other part of the world is starving. And uh, that's why I say, you know what? It's worthwhile to eat a little less so that someone else can eat. Think about that. What a great weight loss product uh, program that would be. If you just said, I'm, I'm not going to, you know what, I'm not going to eat those donuts today that cost $8 at Dunkin' Donuts. Instead, I'm going to give the $8 that somebody else, and that's, I know that's really radical. That's Jesus radical stuff. So, 
I'll be careful with that. Don't want anybody walking out this morning. I don't want to offend anybody. When you come again to the book of the Revelation, chapter 6, the third seal, the third horseman, when he opened the third seal, I heard a third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius. That's a day's wages just to get. To get a little loaf of bread, it's going to cost a day's wages. And do not harm the oil and the wine. So again, it, it, it's, it's happening now with greater intensity and frequency, but when you come to the tribulation period, I mean, it's, it's full-blown. Okay, number five, pestilence. So in, in verse 10, okay, I'm actually going to verse 10 and 11 of Luke, okay, because this is not included in Mark, it's not included in Matthew, but Luke includes the word pestilence, leomos, disease, plague, uh, Pests, it could be insects. And um, again, just looking, I mean, we're, we're all, I think, very aware of what's happening. This one hit home, but emerging diseases. And there were, I mean, there are all these diseases that just a few years ago you never heard of. Right? You don't, you know, just a few years ago you didn't hear of COVID, right? You have, you have COVID, you have, I mean, HIV, uh, SARS, Lyme disease. Actually, COVID is a part of, of, of SARS. Lyme disease, E. coli, um, Hantavirus, dengue fever, West Nile virus, Zika virus. I mean, these are, these are all new emerging viruses. There's probably a whole lot more. Monkeypox. Oh, monkeypox. I know that these people are getting monkeypox. You go to there's no bananas in in the um, food stores. It was a joke. Kind of a poor joke, but it was a joke. So you have the emerging diseases, and then you have re-emerging diseases that basically include malaria, uh, tubercul- uh, uh, TB, uh, cholera, pertussis, influenza, the flu, uh, pneumococcola, if I say it right, cocol, and, um, and emerging uh, uh, STDs. Here's something, here's something that'll curl, curl your hair, and if I had some, it would curl mine. Uh, in 2018, one in five people in the U.S. have an STI, a sexually transmitted right illness. That's uh, that's crazy. One in five people, 68 million. That was in 2008. It's probably a lot more than that now. So, so uh, you know, uh, again, the the increase of of pestilence. Again, you have the the four horsemen. Now, again, you have war. You have famine, right? You have disease. What does that result in? Well, I just want to show you again. People are dying. Look, we, we we've have loved ones who died of COVID. We we look and we look at what's going on. You know, going around around. We see people starving. We see wars that that are you know that are that people are being killed. But when you come again, the increase in frequency and the increase in intensity when you come to the fourth horseman, this is, this, is, this is a frightening verse. In verse 7 and 8 of Revelation chapter 6, when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. So I looked and behold a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it, it's not Clint Eastwood, if you've seen the movie. 
And the name of him who sat on it was Death. And Hades followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. I just want you to know a fourth. How many people are on the earth right now? It's, it's, it's almost just a fraction below 8 billion people right now. So if a quarter of all the earth's population were killed right, by, by war, sword, by hunger, um, in fact, the word death is, is, is thatos. And it basically, it's, again, that's a, it, death is a poor translation. It should be plague. Thatos is translated in other places as, as plague. But you have pestilence, you have disease, beasts, venomous beasts. That's two billion people who will die at the beginning of the tribulation. The beginning. It goes on to say that half the world's population will be wiped out when you get to the trumpet judgments in the book of the Revelation. Because you have a series, a series of judgments in the book of the Revelation between chapter 6 and chapter 18. You have seven seal judgments, seven trumpet judgments, and seven bowl judgments of where it essentially culminates. Seven years. Remember as we looked at last week, Daniel's last week, seven years. Jacob's trouble. The tribulation. Okay, I'll give you one more sign. You ready? The uh, sixth sign for today, fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Again, from the Gospel of Luke. Chapter 21, 10 and 11, Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Phobitron, phobia. Phobia, and essentially the word semen, fearful wonders in the Uranus, okay, in, in, in the sky, not in the third heaven, in the, in the sky around us, there will be these, these fearful wonders. People will be, be looking up and saying, what is that? Have you seen anything? Most people don't look up. They're, most people go through life like this. They, they Really, honestly, how, many, how much time do you ever spend just looking up at the sky? Yeah, I, I, I look up a lot. I spend some time every day just looking, looking up at what's going on up in the sky. So now, some things have kind of been brought out of the closet by, uh, by the media. I think the government's still, you know, basically hiding a lot of things. And uh, just the, the UF, you know, UFO sightings that have been caught on camera. Please let me say something to you. Because right now, if you don't hear what I say, you're going to walk out of here. And uh, as some people have through the years and just, just not understanding what I'm saying. I am not here going to talk to you about little green men because I don't believe in little green men. I do not believe in extraterrestrials who have come from another galaxy or from Mars or from Venus or anywhere else. I believe in extra-dimensionals because that's what the Lord has given us in the book. Extra-dimensionals, Okay? Angels and demons. So I believe what, in fact, this, one of the most incredible videos, this was a Navy pilot that, that filmed this. You could see this live. This was the, the thing moving through the sky that suddenly went down 
into the ocean and moving at these, these astronomical speeds. And I'll, I'll say this to you. Some of this stuff, it could be military stuff that have been you know, invented and developed by the United States, by China, by Russia, Britain, France. It could be. So I'm not, I'm not saying everything here is um, extra-dimensional. But there are some things, I'm going to show you something, that, that just, it violates, they violate physics. And this is where there's a, you know, there's a major problem. So here's an example. Air traffic controllers report having seen these, these blips. But suddenly a blip here appears here in a split second, in a twinkling of an eye, and then suddenly it disappears. And then it appears here. And then it disappears, and then it appears here. And there are air traffic controllers. By the way, the, the, the pilots, the military pilots, the commercial pilots, the air traffic controllers, astronauts, you can get a whole list of astronauts who claim they have seen things. Politicians, presidents, Hollywood people. That, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Just. <laughs> They're on drugs anyway. They're seeing all kinds of things anyway out there. But, but these, they put, they're, they're basically putting their careers on the line by saying they have seen these things. So what, what the air traffic controllers, they can't explain this. And again, whatever is bleeping in and out of, of our four-dimensional universe, okay, something is moving in from another dimension and then moving out, that's, that's the, the only possible way that you can, you can explain that. Now... This is a, a, neat, a neat map. By the way, you, those of you on Facebook, I, I wanted to get this live for you. This is, this is cool. These are all the sightings of so-called UFOs. All, all of these red dots uh, of what people have said they have seen. And by the way, it, it really started to intensify in 1947. Some interesting things happened around 47 and 48. Uh, Jerusalem and Israel becoming a, a nation, but uh, that, those are those are. Well, here's here's another. This is another one. Four hundred fifty-eight thousand two hundred fifty-eight of the sightings between 1995-2014. Couldn't get some of the up, uh, updated stuff. So I'll show you. I want to show you a video. This is one of my favorite videos. I've kind of done as much work. I mean, I've been looking at this thing for ten years, and. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fake stuff out there. And now, with, with technology, I mean, they can, they can just put something in there and just fool everybody. So there's, there's a lot of fake stuff. But this, this was um, a video that was taken over Jerusalem. And there were a number of other videos taken from, from different sites and different angles. And... Um, just, just, I want you to see this. This is, this is really I incredible. So, you, you know, just focus in here. That is the uh, Temple Mount, okay? And there's this light, okay, shining right there. And I want to show you what, what happened. By the way, if, does anybody speak Hebrew? Okay, so don't interpret it, but the woman in the video, I think she says a cuss word in Hebrew, so I, I don't know though, because I've never heard, but let's watch this. Can we have sound?
תגיד, שתים לו יותר מדי? לא, לא, לא. לא, לא, כולנו רואים את זה. מה זה? חמישה עיניים. שיואו! You see how fast that thing moved? You ever see a rocket taking off? Right? Now Tesla, you know, Elon Musk shooting his rockets up. You ever see how, how slowly we can watch them ascending into the sky? That thing was a split second that when, it, when it went up there. And uh, again, just totally violated... The laws, the laws of physics. So the, the question is, you know, I, I look at this and my view is that these things are moving in and out, again, of our four-dimensional universe. They're, they're, not, they're not of our dimension. They're extra-dimensional. Moving in from another dimension. By the way, I was teaching here on a Wednesday night a couple of uh, weeks ago and I was showing that the Bible teaches there's about 11 different dimensions that are revealed to us in the Scripture So they, they are moving in from another dimension into our, again, four-dimensional uh, universe. So I want to I introduce you to somebody here, to a few minutes, if you bear with my, my silliness. I want to introduce you to the Flat family. Some of you have introduced you to the Flat family before. These are the Flats. They're two-dimensional. Okay? They can move up and down, and they can move from side to side. But they can't move in, in, in depth. They can't move back and they can't move forward. So they just, again, they move like this and they move up and down. They're the, they're the flat family. Okay, say hello, everybody. To wave to the flat family. Okay. So then there, there, are, there are these extra dimensionals that basically come from another dimension, the, the, the dimension that these extra dimensionals live in. They have depth. So suddenly they can just pop in and pop out, right? They could suddenly pop in, right? Oh, they pop in and then they pop out. Does that remind you of something? The scriptures, angels, demons popping in and popping out, right? Not only do the angels pop in and pop out, guess who else can pop in and pop out? He can pop in, pop out. They're moving in and out of our dimensions. So in um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 1 and chapter 2, Ezekiel has a vision of, um, of the throne of God. And uh, I believe that's the, the Lord Jesus sitting on the throne. And he sees, he sees these, these strange things, these wheels. Wheels intersecting wheels. Ezekiel chapter 1. Haven't you heard of this before? I hope you have. And that there are these, these creatures, these angelic creatures, that essentially dwell within the wheels. And where the creatures go, the wheels go. Up, down, in, out, these... I don't know what the wheels are, but these angelic creatures are able to somehow, again, inhabit these wheels and move in and, 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 and move about. And they always move at right angles. That's interesting. Right angles. 
If you ever you, you study you study the sightings that people are saying, they, they're always moving at right angles at massive speeds. So what I believe, again coming back to the uh, flat family, I believe what the flat family is experiencing these wheels popping in and out, and. Uh, Again, the numbers of what people are seeing right now and the things that are now being revealed to us by our military, right? They're just, they're, they're basically, there's something out there, right? That's what they're saying now. There's something, there's something happening. And uh, if you want to, if you really want to dig into this, again, I've, I've done and I've spent, I spent a month teaching on this stuff. Because I, I, I think it is really important because it's a great deception. You've got people who do not believe in God, they do not believe in Jesus Christ, they do not believe in the Bible, they, they believe in little green men. That's their God, that's their religion. You ever see the, uh, I, think it's, I think it's on the History Station, the uh, UFO, the, yeah, just a, a mega production. Mike, what is that called? All the UFO shows. You got the guy with the hair, the Greek guy with the hair. Ancient right? aliens. Yeah. Ancient aliens. That's a, it's a religion. I believe it's a, it's a great deception, but if you really wanted to dig into this, and I, I, I love this book, it's called Alien Encounters by Chuck Missler and Mark Eastman. That is a great book. It's about 300 pages, and uh, Chuck, Chuck, is a, is, I mean, Chuck, Chuck is home with the Lord, but Chuck, one of the most brilliant Christian teachers in the last 100 years. But you want to you want to dig in there and uh, and just see what he's saying. But this again, this is this is. I believe there is going to be a connection. I said this on our podcast on Thursday night. I believe there's going to be some type of strange extra. It's going to be tried to portray it as an extraterrestrial deception upon the world, extra dimensional. Okay that it'll actually be Satan with the Antichrist. But I, I believe that, you know, something, talk about the world being set up. You talk, you talk to evolutionary scientists, atheists, who do not believe in God, okay? And, and you, can look at, you could look at an interview, I think it was Richard Dawkins with, um, oh, the Jewish, the Jewish guy. He was, <laughs> he was on Ferris Bueller. What's his name? Ben Stein. Ben Stein, pull up Ben Stein and, um, and Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins is like the, 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 the mega atheist. And um, Ben Stein is talking to him, so he doesn't believe in God, so Ben Stein asks him, then how did we get here? How did, how did living matter, living matter, right? Li- living matter, you know, suddenly appear on earth because, and he didn't say this, this is my, because non-living matter cannot produce living matter. I could take the most, two most beautiful rocks on earth and I could do a wedding ceremony for them right here and get them a really nice hotel room and let them spend the week together and they're not going to produce living matter. So he asked them the question, how, how does non-living matter produce living matter? And of course, scientifically, it doesn't. So um, Richard Dawkins, he said, he, and he, he then referred to what is called transpermia, that aliens came here and seeded the earth with, with, with life, and that's how the evolutionary process... And by the way, if you've ever watched, I think it's Mission to Mars, that's 
where th that comes to that conclusion. That aliens came and they see... Now, now here's, here's a problem with that. So where did the aliens get life from? Right? And he didn't ask him that question. But, but I was watching that interview and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's the question I would have asked him. Okay, so there are aliens from somewhere far out in Alpha Centauri who came, seeded the earth millions of years ago, and that's how life has basically evolved. But then, who created them? And that's, that's where our modern scientific world um, has, has really kind of come to with evolution. They can't explain how non-living matter could produce living matter, but they say that there were some kind of aliens. That's why I do believe the great deception described in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, there very well could be some type of a connection with the explanation of the Antichrist being an extraterrestrial. Because I believe the world, again, is being prepared for that right now. So, again... Part two, Signs of the Times. I want to give you one exhortation before I, I close, and that is from Mark chapter 13, 35 through 36. Jesus, as he takes, he takes the, the, the apostles, right? And this is, again, this is a, pi a private briefing with the four apostles. Luke chapter 21 is a public briefing for everybody who is following him. That was done earlier in the day. When you come to Matthew and Mark 13, it's a private briefing. And they, they asked him the question, when will Jerusalem be destroyed, the temple be destroyed? And, um, and Jesus said, right, not one stone would be left upon another. That happened in 70 AD. And then they asked him, and what will be the sign of your coming? Okay. And Jesus, he didn't give them a sign. What did he do? He gave them multiple signs. He said, uh, multiple signs. He says, there's going to be deception. There's going to be wars. There's going to be famines, there's going to be earthquakes and cataclysmic events. He said those are the things and there's going to be all kinds of, of crazy things that people are seeing in the Uranus, in the, in the atmosphere. And then he concluded by saying, watch. Watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, at the crowning of the rooster or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. We are to be watching. We're, we're to be observing what's going on in the world around us, but we're to be watching for him. Because he can come just, right, he can come at any moment. He can come right now. He can come tonight. He can come tomorrow morning. Want me to tell you what time he's going to come? I could tell you. He's going to come at 8, or 9, or 10, or 11, or 12. By the way, if you understand all the different, right, all the different times in the world, at the, you know, at this, it's going to be at night in one place, it's going to be in day in the other. It's going to be the afternoon in one place, it's going to be at midnight at the other, right? But we need to be ready, and we need to watch for his coming. Because you do not, folks... You do not want to be left behind. Believe me. You do not want to be left behind. Because you get into what's going on there in, that, in, in the tribulation period, it's hell on earth. It's hell on earth. 
And I think that many people are going to be saved during the tribulation who were sitting in churches and who did not watch. They didn't give their life to Jesus. And then suddenly he comes and he takes his bride out. And then you have the seven years of tribulation, Jacob's trouble, Daniel's last week. And I believe many of those people are going to turn to the Lord and be saved. Because there's going to be a great soul harvest, Revelation chapter 7, during the tribulation. But you don't want to have to go through that. Be a part of the bride in this current day, in this current hour. Give your heart to Jesus. He gave his life for you. Take him into your heart. Make him your Lord and your Savior. Put your faith in him. He will spare you from hell, but I believe in this current hour, he will spare you from the tribulation. Amen? Let's just bow our heads. I'm going to invite up the musicians. We're going to have communion. Let's just pray together. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for your word. And Jesus, we thank you. You know, you, you, you said, you told us beforehand. You told us before it happened as, as a warning. And Lord God, we take to heart this warning that you've given us. And we pray in Jesus' name that Lord God, be our king, be our God, be our Lord. Let us be watchful, Lord God, of what's going on around us. But Lord, let us be watchful and have a heart of Maranatha, the Lord cometh, that Lord God, you can come in any moment. Let us be ready for you. In Jesus' name, amen. So take your cup and the bread. If you'd like to stand, you can stand. If you'd like to sit, you can sit. If you'd like to come to the altar, you can kneel. We come, Lord God, to your table in remembrance of you, in remembrance of what you did for us on the cross, Lord, in remembrance of you being raised from the empty tomb, Lord. For on that night, the Lord Jesus, he took the bread and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said to them, take this, all of you, and eat this, for this is my body. He said, do this in remembrance of me and in remembrance of our Lord's death, we partake this morning. And then the Lord took the cup, he gave it to his disciples, and he said to them, Take us all of you and drink this, for this is my blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. He said, Do this in remembrance of me. And in remembrance of our Lord's blood, that is his life, that washes away our sins. Hallelujah, Jesus. We all partake. The altars are open if you'd like to come forward for prayer. The worship team will lead us in a final worship song. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Frank. Challenging word, words of truth from the word of God. <clears throat> Watch and be ready. Yes, the altars are open if you'd like to come up here and Spend a little quiet time praying with the Lord.
or with somebody else. Bless the Lord of my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your holy name. It's time to sing your song again Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me Let me be singing when the evening comes Bless the Lord of my soul His holy name Sing like never before Oh my soul I worship your holy name Oh, you're rich in love You're rich in love And you're so to anger Your name is great and your heart is kind oh your goodness i will keep on singing ten thousand reasons for my heart to find bless the lord of my soul oh my soul worship holy name sing like never before oh my soul I worship your holy Your holy name. 
worship your holy name. Oh, sing like never before unto the Lord. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. Lord, I worship your holy name. Lord, I worship your I'll give the Lord a hand clap praise offering today. Bless the Lord, all my soul.